Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the show. Who's it brought to you with, Michael? Levi Solicitors. Why do you like Levi Solicitors? Because uh, the sponsor the show, really. Yeah, it's the most, primarily the reason. Keeps reasons. this whole charade yeah. going a bit longer, doesn't it? They're good as well, though. Yeah. All the big three. And other things for your business, personal things, law things, legal things, solicitor things. Mm-hmm. Good at all of them. Do you like litigation? Except when you're on the receiving end. Yeah, of it, I was going to say, it depends, doesn't it, really? <laughs> but I wouldn't like them to be litigating against me because, boy, are they good at it. They're very effective, aren't they? Um, yes. And they will do it at a 10% discount, 10% off your legal fees, levicelicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. We've got the live Christmas show is going to be tonight. Oh, is it? Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, well, we're recording this on Wednesday, but it will be coming out on Thursday, which is, you know, spoiler alert, I've let, let them have a peek behind the curtain there. I see. Levi solicitors are coming along to the show, possibly to police you. Because well, I, know, I know what you like when you have a couple of shandies at the live show. I think it, we've got some sort of international waters rules for the venue, so nothing I say there can be um, <laughs> used against you in a court. Used against me, yeah. It's it's parliamentary rules or something. You can say what you want in there. I think we've still got a few tickets left for that. By the way, if you want to come along, it is standing room only. All the seats have sold out, but we do have some standing tickets. They're discounted versus the seated tickets because you've got to use your legs, you know, rather than mm. using the seats that are provided for you. But um, if you have a look on our Twitter feed, there will be a tweet. I dare say, that I haven't put out yet at the time of saying this, but will be there by the time this show comes out with a link to the tickets. I bet you've forgotten. I haven't forgotten. I've done it. You see, you, you'll have a look and I, you'll I see I've done you've it. Forgotten. Have a look and you'll see Write it, it on your it. hand. Um, hello, Rob. Um, hello. Hello, Rob. Rob's here too. As well as, uh, <laughs> Rob, you tweet it. He'll forget. <laughs> bickering like children. Um, what do Leeds United need for Christmas? It's the last show before Christmas, so we're going to pose that question. We'll answer that one after we've cleared through the, um, the other less thrilling news, maybe. Mm. With regards to Christmas, by the way, did you see Somerville and Nonto going to... Is it Lineham Farm? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's one of those words where you could look at it, that Lin- Linneham. Linneham. Yeah. Lin- Lineham. 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 Yeah. They didn't let Somerville speak, did they? I watched the full video and I don't think he says a word on it. Have you not seen his quote to... Was it to Graeme Smith for the YEP or oh. part of the interviews? Uh, I've got it here. It is wonderful. So, Chris Somerville said, it's always nice to surprise the kids. In my previous life, I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is a brilliant quote, isn't it? It's just perfect. And Willie Nonto still is one. Yes. Mm. His big grinning face about mm. the place. It's a shame they couldn't send uh, Brutter again, because he genuinely seemed to have loved it last time he went. When he went with Jamie Shack, and Jamie Shack was like, honestly, yeah, he's had the time of his life. <laughs> I mean, Brutter is still a young man. He's only, what is he, 20 still? Mm. 21 or whatever, close. He's, he's younger than that, though, isn't he? But it, it feels to me like he, he inhabits a space that, yeah, could be shave a few years off that. He's a Labrador puppy. Yeah. Have you seen the video of him, Luke Aylin, and Wilf Nonso being interviewed by Emma Jones? Do you know, I've, I've only seen like the kind of stills of it, I've not even watched it I yet. can't remember the premise of it, but 
they all get asked to sum up Leeds United in three words and Willie Nonso goes on about passion or something and then it goes to Rutter and he just says marching on together and everyone loses the shit it's amazing <laughs> like just how much they all lose the shit is incredible but, but yeah that is worth a watch as well dear god I love that boy got a sniff this week by the way do you want a little exclusive Willie Nonto possibly changing agents mm-hmm. which you wonder will that lead to signing a new contract maybe some better advice although you do feel like a new contract will probably involve a release clause yeah but it, it mean everyone knows where they stand yeah rather than having this thing of going into windows going well he wants to leave I guess that any new contract would say if we don't go up you can leave for X amount presumably because Victor Alter's not here it won't be Ten, pe- 10 pence it won't be a loan with no end to it but um, we'll watch that one unfold um, see if it happens IRL in real life it'd do his reputation some good I think to change agent because you can just go he maybe do it and if it I, does, he, told, it, he told me I should do that if it does happen I did can I do an I told you so for when it does happen okay because I did tweet out from our account saying this saying like the redemption here for him is going to be changing agents blame it all on the agent and bad advice sign a new contract with a release clause everyone gets on with it you then added, the, I think you added the stipulation on here that you wanted. How many goals was it? 26, 27? Something like He's that. He's not going to get that, is he? How many games are left? About 20 odd. It's difficult for him. It is difficult. Is it, Particularly is it, as, he's is only getting, yeah. as he's only getting like 15, 20 minutes. It's up to you, Willie. Yeah. Pull your finger out. Fine. That's what I'm saying. I'd accept at this stage, I'd probably accept 10. Right. I think that'd be a decent return, wouldn't it, between now and the end of the season? I do quite like the idea if he changes agent that even if he does leave in the summer, that his other agent who was giving him terrible advice won't get a cut of it. Yeah, it's nice actually, yeah. No. Well, well done, Willie. Change agent. Fair shout. Um, speaking of agents and signings and stuff, you mentioned Victor Otto there in passing. He has sacked Alonso from Sevilla, who are teetering just outside the uh, the relegation zone in La Liga. It changed quite quickly from I think it was last Tuesday he was talking about you know, the results aren't great, but I can see an, an evolution and the players really believe in this coach. And then they finished bottom of their Champions League group and then were beaten 3-0 at home to Hetafe. And he was out of the door 25 minutes after full time. You got sacked. They have actually appointed a new manager in Kike Sanchez Flores. You're not Jesse Marsh? No, well, actually, having said that, apparently Victor Orta did want to hire Javier Gracia. And the Sevilla board were a bit like, I don't think you should be making these decisions, seen, mate. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, well, they have actually hired Sanchez Flores, who his last spell at Watford was even shorter than Gracia's spell at Leeds. Generally doesn't stick around very long at teams, but they did win 3-0 last night, actually, in his first game, albeit they were playing second bottom of the league. Mm. Yeah, the bottom of the league tends to be fairly terrible, doesn't it, as well? So for Sevilla to be down there, ain't great. Mm. And they're one of the, you know, they're a club with profile that got a bit of heritage, haven't they? That's what I mean. They're, they're they shouldn't of, be gurgling around the plug hole. They're much, a team that much wins like stuff. we shouldn't have done. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we were not well established, were we, at the time? But could have been. We, we could have been. We could have been potentially Victor Alter well, yeah. and been there making all the decisions. Uh, it sort of reminded me. I think it was the day after they'd sacked Diego Alonso, and Victor Alter had promised uh, appointment in forty-eight hours, which is reminiscent of Radrizani's talking rubbish, albeit. Sevilla did pull it off, but there were lots of reporters outside Sevilla's ground as Orta arrived the next day and he tried to scan his phone to like get into the door and his phone didn't work, so an old man had to let him into the stadium. Victor Orta? Yeah. yeah. That's the proper turn up and the, the, they've changed the locks yeah. or, the, or the passcode on the building, isn't it? Um, which is an old radio trick, is deactivating your pass as well. You finish on air and then go home, overnight somebody deactivates your building pass, try and get in the next day, can't get in. 
that happened uh, when I worked at the Nottingham Forest shop when I was at uni when Billy Davis got sacked and he had some strange people following him around. They changed all the locks and at the stadium and shop and everything just to make sure he couldn't get in again. Job, hey, job done. Hey. Well, Steve Cooper's has presumably been, <laughs> been done then overnight. Yeah. Are we going to get Steve Cooper at some point? I must admit, seeing him back on the market did make me think, oh God, mm. he's coming to us soon. I don't know when, but at some point we're going to end up with him. He'll probably end up somewhere in the championship, you imagine. Get somebody up in a bid to kind of restore his reputation, I suppose. Yeah. yeah I mean, his reputation doesn't need restoring, really, does it? He got him up, kept him up, not in the relegation zone this year. Yeah, and it's not, I was going to say, it's not pretty, but that feels like a cheap shot, which we'll come on to in Heroes and Villains. No, it's, it's not been pretty in terms of like the football and where they are in the table, but there is a substantial gap there, isn't there? And I don't know, it's easy to, to panic under those circumstances and destabilise everything. But then football is full of maniacs, isn't it? And I think the guy who owns them is not necessarily mm. the most level-headed bloke. Yeah, fair enough. It's not a very inspiring appointment anyway, is it? Nuno. I mean, I would have taken him for us last year, truth be told, yeah. um, at various points. At any point, probably, actually. Because <laughs> we had Jesse Marsh in charge for the, say, for the most part. Would have loved him at Leeds. <laughs> but still, if you're not in crisis, it's a bit uninspiring. Yeah, there is a distinct lack of imagination within football, isn't there? And I know that that kind of runs counter to the idea of putting in Jesse Marsh and you know doing a sort of a Victor Auto moonshot. Maybe, yeah, we should have been sensible, shouldn't we? Instead of doing that, probably. I think that's why... It seems like the Sevilla board have made the appointment of Sanchez Flores and not Victor Arta. Is, probably... is that definitely the case then, is it? Yeah. That is the rumours anyway. Yeah, apparently he was pushing for Javi and they're just going, no. But he's skating on thin ice there already, isn't he? If, given that that's his job. He's probably saved by their ownership is an absolute mess and you've got their previous owner who's previously been in jail. He's still their biggest shareholder, but he's not the chairman or the president and he wants to become the president, but then the current president is backed by the former president's son and that they've got family members calling each other shits in uh, in meetings and stuff. It's all a bit mental. Meanwhile, Victor is just adding to the chaos, it seems. How do you know all this stuff, Rob? I was meant to write a blog earlier this week, but I haven't actually done it yet because I was hoping they were going to lose last night. He does research. Mm. You noticed that? Sure. I know. Feels like he's coming in here trying to undermine us. Anyway, enough about that negativity. 21's lost against Spurs, but they played very well. Yeah, and Spurs are good, aren't they? Mm. Apparently. Did you hey, watch that as well? I've seen the highlights, but I've read some things Show around looking, that. Show, <laughs> showing off again. The Spurs have won all oh, their games I'm this re- season. I'm reading stuff and watching videos. I know. It's, I mean, you're the legal expert and the coaching expert and the mm. medical expert, so I've, mm-hmm. I've got to do something, haven't I? That's true. That is true. Uh, congratulations to the women as well. The women's team have knocked out Rippon in the cup because Rippon, they forfeited the tie. <laughs> Yeah, still, still no game played. The official website hasn't reported this yet, but I've seen it elsewhere that apparently this game that keeps getting postponed, Ripon have gone, ah, oh, fuck it. Just can't be asked. Just you go through. Fuck <laughs> it, I'm not bothered anymore. Yeah, I think it was last week the official website published a preview of what was meant to be the rearranged tie. And I remember seeing it that afternoon thinking, I think you've been a bit optimistic here, lads. And it was about 40 <laughs> minutes later. It was, oh no, just an update on this. It's not going ahead. Well, the forfeiting cup ties can sort of see the benefit. <laughs> Yeah. Save us all a, a lot of trouble, wouldn't it? Had we just forfeited last season, and God, this feels like about five lifetimes ago now. Had we just forfeited last season and not played? Was it Accrington Stanley we played? Uh, yes. We played? 
away. Yeah, with Ruto's debut, wasn't it? Yeah, so we could we could have potentially saved Rodrigo's legs, mm. and he was scoring all the goals for us. We might have just done enough to stay up. Do you know what else could have saved Rodrigo, Rodrigo's legs in that game? If Jesse Marsh had been fired and not appointed, yes, Jesse yeah. Marsh not playing him unnecessarily for yeah. like the last ten minutes or whatever he did. My favourite bit about that was. Uh, he said he wanted to see Rodrigo and Bamford play together for 20 minutes and then he took Bamford off five minutes later. <laughs> anyway. That's what he wanted at the time. He forgot. He forgot. Hey, we've got some more jobs uh, being advertised. That seems like these, these 49ers cats are pretty serious, aren't they? About, um, like, is it the what you call a back office here? Mm-hmm. Uh, the padding out the back office? Data platform engineer and product owner. We saw Robbie Evans, who's the chief strategy officer. So it's all data-led stuff there and they're putting in someone else. Just... Uh, Looking at one of the parts of the job description requires somebody who's a low ego listener and collaborator. Do you think Victor, if he maybe if he loses his job in Sevilla, he could apply for this? Could be perfect for him. I've got experience of the club. He knows the club. Mm. He knows the club, of course. Yeah. yeah. But he's got rid of his beard now, so the club might not know him. Right, that's true. Got to bear in mind. Relevant experience. You need data engineering, managing data infrastructure, things like ETL, data model, API management, etc. With tools such as Python, 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 uh, Python, yes, Monty Python, <laughs> <laughs> SQL, and data storage platforms. I mean, they say that. Can you use Excel? Yeah, that's all you need. Well, I can it, do right? some of the basic stuff. Yeah. What's your, what's your favourite? Have you ever handled a Python? Do you know what I actually Python. have? I actually have. Yeah. I've touched a Python. Is yeah. this some? This is some shitty nightclub thing, isn't it? I bet. No, no, it was a uh, thing. No, it was. Um, I was just picturing like Tiger Tiger on a Wednesday. There's just a. A woman has brought a python. No, it's, it's, a, it's all gone as wrong. A, as you a think, thing. You're thinking of Britney Spears in that video, aren't you? Because she had a python around her neck, Could I think, you, at that yeah. point. You know, it was uh, it was at, what's it called? The the kids thing out towards East Leeds. Um, look at me. <laughs> well, so you've been there. The, the Stockell Park, that's Stockell it. Park. Stockell Park, I think it was. We were there some years back and they had somebody bringing in critters. Like ah, okay. spiders and stuff like that. And snakes was one of them and they had a python. A python. Yeah. Did, they didn't have a cobra, no? <laughs> no, 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 no. No? No cobra that day. Fair enough. No, no. So that's good. Do you know SQL? That is database software, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one I, called Snowflake as well. Mm. Any good at ICQ? MSN? I can do MSN, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All them things. <laughs> yeah, all those things. Did you have MSN, Rob? Yeah. You? Still had it, yeah. Class. With your, uh, with your Bebo. Sam Byron had a Bebo account, didn't he? Do you remember he did, that? Yeah, yeah. Remember, did. remember the screenshots of that going going around? Yeah, bless him. I um, remember getting MySpace, and when there was like footballers would have a profile on there, and like adding them, and thinking, God, yeah, the fact they're they're my mate now. This is brilliant. <laughs> We're just gonna hang out. Or something. Which Bro- footballers did you have? I can't remember now. It was years ago, mid two thousands. Tom Elliott. Uh, no, probably more like Premier League players because obviously everyone at Leeds was rubbish. Ah, okay, but- fair enough. Yeah. I seem to remember like Kieran Dyer adding me as a friend on MySpace. Uh, are, you, are you and Kieran Bezzies now? Yeah, yeah, still keep in touch. Good, right. good, good, good. Speaking of um, Christmas presents then, things you'd like for Christmas. Footballers as friends. What do Leeds United need for Christmas then? A left King back. Left back. A left back. Yeah. The same as we've needed every Christmas. What will happen if we ever get a left back? They're going to be rubbish, are they? Or they're going to get injured straight away. That is my fear. If we actually address the problem directly, they'll get it wrong. <laughs> Not because of Leeds United, just because of, you know, I'm leaning on years of history here. I mean, the last, these are admittedly both Victor Alter signings. In fact, I can go back three. You're thinking about Lawrence de Bock. Junior Furpo, Lawrence de Bock, Cameron Borthwick-Jackson. Oh God, I forgot about him. Are they the last three sort of specific left-back signings we've made? Could be. Something along those lines, yeah. Because that's a hell of a record, isn't it? Mm. 
it really is the fucking pits to have got <laughs> to have managed to pick three such terrible, terrible players. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Junior, because I know he's still there. But come on, we've got a admittedly fairly limited bank of evidence because you're always injured. I mean, but I, the bits I, I, we've seen I, I, have not I was been good. Say, I would go so far as to say Junior Furpo's had three good games for Leeds, and that's about it. I'd say that's a stretch as well. I think I'd say the good games were because he set a bar so three tolerable games. Junior Furpo's not had a single game that has been better than any Sam Byron has played. I am genuinely mindful, and it's a, a point I always repeat on this show, that on a human level, I don't like digging out individual players. Mm. But based on like the eye test, on, on his fitness record and the eye test on the pitch, not a very good footballer. And I don't know what what, he need, what needs to change for that to be different. He needs to leave. And, and we need to buy someone who can play left back. In his uh, latest Leeds United podcast appearance, he was talking about how much he loves living in Leeds and how settled he and his family are and they don't just want to the leave. Fo- the football's just like a bit that. of a distraction. Yeah, it seems it. Although I was a bit... Um, I did enjoy the recent clickbait linking us to a left back who's playing in Belgium. I think it was the Daily Mail reported it and then it ended up on... It's not Lawrence de Bock, is it? <laughs> I hope not. Then it was on Leeds Live about our potential January target and the Daily Mail report even mentions at the end that he's already played for two clubs this year. He's only just moved, so we can't sign him until the summer anyway, which is nice. Ah, If Junior Firpo likes living in Leeds, there's the loan to Bradford option. Harrogate, loan to Harrogate? Harrogate, yeah. Got, they've definitely got a team. Loan they've to got, Farsley. They've got two teams of Harrogate. Guys, three, either of them. Yeah. Even like Huddersfield need a fullback, judging by that guy at Christ, uh, yeah. Ellen Road. Do they need Furpo rocking up if they've already got a fullback thing like that? He was the right back, wasn't he, as well? So yeah. They had him on the right and Furpo on the left. It's the dream team. Wow. Watertight. Anything else you'd like Leeds United to have then for uh, for Christmas? A bit of luck. Let's have a bit of luck. I feel like we've not had much recently. The last couple of games, we, should, we deserve more than a point from those two. I would say. And we need, actually, what we need is someone to pinch managers from Ipswich stroke Leicester. I feel like that's the best thing that could probably happen to us. Something that will fully disrupt them. Because we are getting into sacking and replacement season because we've got the January window coming up, aren't we? I I know Forrest have obviously acted swiftly, but if Forrest had gone Cooper out, McKenna in, I'd have been like, oh, get in. That's going to fuck them up a bit. So is it wrong to hope for bad things to happen to other people at Christmas? Good God, no. No. That's the (laughs) point of being a football fan, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, not generally, not like not willing people to have a bad Christmas, but um, yeah, that'd help us, I think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. 
And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well then, the courtroom is in session. We are the TSB jury and we are here to uh, rule on matters in the football world this week. Dan Michael and Rob's still with you and we are going to pick a villain of the week first the Ken Bates villain of the week uh, we can assign petty grievances we can take cheap shots we even introduced the, the possible fourth category here and it sort of breaks the rule of three but anybody want to chuck under the bus could be similar to villain of the week but I feel like under the bus stands apart from cheap shots and petty grievances it's a bit more severe that isn't it yeah okay candidates for this week then who wants to put forward the uh, the ref from the weekend do you want to go Michael you go I've got, I've got my I'm going to say Mark Robbins okay yeah, the referee then. What was he called? Eltringham. Jeff, Jeff Eltringham. He was just rubbish, wasn't he? <laughs> it was infuriating. It was a... County Durham. He's from County Durham. So, assuming he's not a Leeds fan because he won't be allowed to referee our games, we can say that he's close enough to be a Leeds-taking bastard, I think. Who do you think he supports? Middlesbrough or Newcastle? Middlesbrough makes be, sense. Be better because they've got that big rivalry with us, haven't they? Yeah. Jeff... Um, Winter. Jeff Winter was a Borough fan, wasn't he? I think he yeah. used to hate us. Yeah, and he's admitted... Uh, as such since yeah. in his autobiography so that's great I must admit I, I, this game feels like ages ago I can't quite remember what he was bad at but just generally not just like stopping Re- them it was refereeing Rob Yeah, it was stopping them booting us was the yeah. main thing it feels like that's been a problem for a few weeks in a row now do you think just book their players mm. and it will stop and we can be really good then and win yeah and I, like I, I'm not a fan of like players going down and trying to buy free kicks too much it just you know goes against my Corinthian sensibilities but you do wonder if they sometimes do it and exaggerate on purpose because you get dickhead refs like Eltringham who just don't give anything. Mm. I mean, he was right to not give that Dan James thing. I did go back and watch that. Yeah, that was terrible. But I thought that at the time. That I'm not, I wasn't holding that against him on, mm. on Saturday either because I was like, well, it's Dan James. He does this. He does that thing. He gets yeah. in front of people. Wonder, we, where, wonder where he was taught that. I assume you're saying the little scum bastard coming out of him. Exactly. He'd have got it as well at scum. Mm. Yeah, probably. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Eltringham's a very, he's a very strong shout. Yeah. I don't really remember him in, in any previous games, I have to say. No, that's why I just had to look at his name now. Farker did, though, didn't he? Was He, he was saying he'd uh, spoken about him before under a series of awful decisions I think he'd given against Norwich. Maybe he just hates Daniel Farker. Is that when Farker said, I'm not going to speak about him? Yeah. This prick that I hate previously. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, that was a very good bit of passive-aggressive um, commentary on it as well, yeah. I mean, to me, he's, he's by far and away the leading candidate, but you want to put forward Mark Robbins? Yeah, because um, I'd kind of forgotten he was Coventry manager, to be honest. And obviously he's got he's a little scum bastard as well. Well, exactly. That's what we're going back to. Because he's credited with saving Ferguson's job, isn't he? Yeah. Scoring in an FA Cup game. I can't remember. Was it the Palace final or Some whatever? fucking scum game of, of, of years gone by. D- when that, he was, that they didn't deserve to win. That they didn't deserve to get anything from. He scored. It's your proper sliding doors moment, isn't it? Ferguson saves his job. Mm. It was against Forest. I've just looked it up. Fine. Well done, Mike Robbins. You've ruined about 20 years of my life. It was the, yeah, he's, yeah, he's got the winning goal in the semi-final replay against Oldham, which I think that took place at Main Road, didn't it? It was at Manchester City, if I recall correctly. I was saying that to you, Rob. You probably I, even I wasn't born, mate. No, no, yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah, I did watch that one on the telly, I remember. I was impressed by Farker when he was asked about Mark Robbins in his pre-match press conference, and he didn't just go, fucking hell, Mark Robbins is Coventry manager, which was my <laughs> response. <laughs> he's been there for ages as well, actually. I kind of didn't know, but I knew I knew he had been their manager, but I assumed that 
changed him at some point. Yeah, I think I'm getting him mixed up with Danny Wilson and I just thought, you've not managed for 10 years, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see past Eltringham, isn't it? Another shout is maybe that guy who scored for Coventry, whose name I've already forgotten, because wasn't it him that had the tip with Somerville at full time? I have actually no idea. I've not seen any replays of that. No, I've, refu- I've refused to watch any of it. I've, so. I've watched I've watched little bits of it because I wanted to see the Dan James thing and then I've watched the extended highlights as well. Should have just won, shouldn't we? It was what I mainly took from it. Just had enough chances to have won it and it was not fair. But are we piling the blame onto Eltringham's shoulders? Yeah. I think it was his fault we missed all those chances, yeah. Anyone else want to take a cheap, but, cheap shot at all? But he should have booked a couple of people in the first like 10 minutes. Problem solved. Although, he never had control of that game, did he? And as Moscow said when we were talking about it, he was bad for both sides as well. They didn't like him either, the no. country fans, which is always a, a dead giveaway that the refs made it about himself. So yeah, all right, fine. Eltringham can have it. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Thanks. Into the Player of the Year scores and we'll have to feed the Coventry scores from our TSB Plus members. Into the supercomputer, Crescencio Somerville, man of the match. Uh, so is, that, is that an SQL database you've fed him yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Or is it a Google Sheet? I used my skills with Python. Um, and popped into a the thingy with the thingy. Yep. Somerville, 7.35 was the um, highest average score out of 10, as voted for by the TSB Plus members. Uh, Rodon was uh, 6.59, a little way behind him there. And then it sort of tapers down to the, <laughs> to the dickhead referee. Is that a, a lowest ever score? Lowest ever score, I believe. So Eltringham, who we've just awarded Villain of the Week to, scored a remarkable 0.06 out of 10 average score. What is the sort of average score for, for the refs over the season? Um, I think they're at about like 2.3 or something. It's low. Mm. But I mean, that's exceptional. Yeah. That suggests he didn't get a single thing right. Right. So, well done, Jeff. Yeah, but the, the play scores, it's kind of interesting that Dan James is as high as he is because he sort of had a bad game because he decided not to shoot when he went through on goal and then he missed that late chance. Mm. And yet he was still our fourth best player because of his defensive, defensive zoomies. Yes, um, he's extended his lead at the top of Somerville and 7.38 average. He's our best player now, isn't he? Yes. And Dan James, Sam Byram, Ampadu, Rodon and uh, Ruta is the sort of top end of the table. So yeah. I think hero of the week, it's Somerville. Just because he's our best player. Again and again and again, he seems to score goals. So yeah, him. Well, Yorkie Dave said it. My only possible candidate again. And also uh, Dan nominates him. Um, Not me, I should say. Him and Nonso. Because the, the charity video made him happy. Yeah. For being children in past lives. Leeds candidates, uh, Little Scumbastard nominated for uh, Hero of the Week. Yeah, novices for it, for his Zoom Zoom best. Some of his tracking back was brilliant. He did a lot of good defence. He was probably better in defence than he was in attack. There is something just fun about watching a man run really quickly. Mm. And he's really good at that. <laughs> he looks, as well, probably more so in the Championship, he just looks so much quicker than everyone. Mm. Like I feel like in the Premier League, most players, most teams have got two or three players who are fairly speedy whereas it's not I mean Coventry didn't seem particularly slow but sometimes in this league you come across someone like a kind of Warnock version of us where the fastest player might be like Sam Byron or someone who's not particularly he was just sort of a mid-level and you see Dan James against him you're like that's ridiculous mm-hmm. imagine Dan James running past Michael Tong that would be painful to watch I mean any of the fullbacks we've listed as well he would torture any of them Rodon gets some nominations as well again he missed for... the late chance though as well didn't he I think that was a hard chance, was that? I just wanted him to put it in, though. I don't care how hard the chance was. I really want him to score, because I think it's going to be a good moment when he yeah, scores. Like, yeah. And it is going to be one of those headers from a corner or a free yeah. kick, and it's going to be a good moment. A late, a late, a late goal. Yeah, he really yeah. He's, he deserves it. He's got a good expressive face as Rodon as well. Mm. The amount of times he's sort of giving it a, what the fuck? Yeah. Giving it one of them. 
I if quite you, like it. It looks like a sulky teenager. If you see him on the ball, he's always got his tongue stuck out as well. Like, it was in the last game, he was jumping around as well. And I thought, that's when I said I thought he was injured. I thought he'd done his hamstring, but he was just really animated and shouting at someone, but he was kind of bouncing along, mm-hmm. looking like he had a limp. That's a dog quality, isn't it? Bouncing along, running around with your tongue out. We've got a golden retriever Labrador up front in Ruter and Joe Roden at the back being a Springer Spaniel? Bigger. A big spring of spaniel. Big spring, big, big, <laughs> spring, big spring spaniel. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a formal commendation for for Graham Smith of the YUP as well. Yeah, Paddy Bamford's very opt- very optimistic. Golden <laughs> Boot is the name. He says um, for his tweet about Jeffs, the dickhead ref. Don't see many Jeffs these days. Can't even imagine a baby called Jeff, especially strong from someone called Graham. <laughs> Can you think of any good Leeds United Jeffs? I can think of one. Horsefield. Yep. Yeah, that's it for me as well. Um, my dad's a Jeff yeah I was Jeff is he alright he's a, he's a J Jeff yeah the cool Jeff yeah, if you ask me he not, was shit when he played for Leeds as well not, <laughs> is, he, a, is he mega cool does he just spell it J-E-F not, not, not a two he's actually jazzy Jeff is my dad mm-hmm. yeah DJ's in his spare time yeah yeah not a G off I feel like the G off's less cool let us know if you've got a strong opinion on that Jeff well done Graham is that it for the show then <sighs> it's just been like one of them weeks hasn't it yeah Merry Christmas, everyone. Just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, we've got so used to winning, and no one's willing to embrace the sort of darkness of it all, because it's not actually that bad. It's just been a little lull, hasn't it? Yeah. A little lull. It's just been a but think, mildly disappointing. Think week. how enjoyable Christmas is going to be when we beat Ipswich, <sighs> and then Preston. Yeah, all right. It's going to be super. Buy into it, buy into the optimism. And um, just as a final, because this is the last regular weekly show of the year, isn't it? Villain of the year. Um, I'd have to say Victor Radrizani you think? definitely mm. it's between him and I mean Radrizani did he, what's your thinking on it? Is, is it because just because he, he was in charge it, of it all just because he owned it tried to do daft stuff with Ellen Road general little mm. snake didn't turn up to the relegation was trying to buy another club presided over the whole shit show of this year he's back on Twitter now by the way oh is he? he's reactivated yeah, yeah. I didn't know he'd gone on I'm sure that'll go well yeah, he actually deactivated. I think I was—I might have been the last person to interact with him. I thought I'd finished him off. Because well, I asked him, he was tweeting about stuff, and I just asked him, is it true that you tried to secure a loan against Alan Road to buy Sampdoria? And then he disappeared. If you've got out about you, you'll spend your Christmas day harassing him on Twitter. Again. I mean, if we get on the sherry <laughs> in the afternoon, could happen. Once you get tired of the kids. <laughs> I mean, Victor... I think Vic, Victor's very high up the, the list. There's a lot, lot of hubris there. He at yeah. least got sacked, though, didn't he? Like, I feel like he had some accountability in the end. He left to pursue new mm. opportunities. I mean, Rob. really, both of the villains walked away with payoffs, didn't they? One way or another. Yeah, at least Red Resonance was a lot less than it could have been. Yeah, that's true, and it was caused by his own stupidity as well. Yeah. If he'd sold the summer before, which he mm. probably could have done, he'd have made loads more, wouldn't he? But. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'll tell you what, we'll leave that one open and you decide, watching, listening. Who would you have? You've, oh, uh, oh, it's Jeff Eltrium. Yeah. <laughs> Recency bias. <laughs> just because I was annoyed by them in the past week. Fair enough. Uh, what about Hero of the Year? Has there been anyone? Farker. Giving us a bit of optimism this the second half of the year. Generally just being a sensible man, which but, after the first six months of the year, we but, didn't have. But as the internet will tell you, finished manager. Yeah, it's rubbish and he came out. So Get Matt Robbins in. It's hard off the back of a defeat and a, and a draw to lionise the manager, but he has been the one bright spark in the, in the whole year. Shifting all those mugs. He sold a lot of yeah, mugs for us. Yeah, a tremendous amount of mugs. Well, are they back in stock? They're back in stock. You, may not, you, you won't get it till after Christmas now. Get for Christmas. Yeah. How many Jesse Marsh mugs did we sell? None. How many Javi Gracia mugs? Obviously, we, we ordered 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to have them 
Like How many Sam Allardyce mugs? None. He'd be a pint glass with Sam Allardyce. Mm. He wouldn't want a bloody mug. Ah, uh, yeah. I nearly bought, you know, the other day I was in a charity shop and I nearly bought this ridiculous like porcelain tankard with a flappy lid on it that said Deutschland on the front <laughs> because of Daniel Farker. I saw it and I was like... Why didn't you? Because I think it was four quid and I thought, I, I'm just never going to use that. bring it in here as a prop. That's true. I've got a gavel that I never use for this feature anymore. I bet it's, I bet it's still in the shop. I'll go back and get it. Please do. All right, I'll, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can still get it. Right, got, I, don't, I doubt there's a huge demand for that in Ponty. How'd you so. say uh, "Merry Christmas" in German? Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. We'll see you on the other side. The Square Ball Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.